Hello and welcome to Life from Lockdown Library, presented by Bookworm Goa, with your hosts Nayan and Anandita. This is a series of conversations with book and library people where they share their responses to the ongoing global crisis. We're talking social distancing from a community perspective. We're talking access to books and storytelling, but in quarantine. The hope here is to find ways together to reimagine the library, to think of it as a vital, evolving, transcendent space that can both hold and give voice to this moment of intense uncertainty. Presenting live from Lockdown Library. Hi, I'm Anandita, a library educator with Bookworm, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Nandita D'Souza. Dr. Nandita D'Souza is a developmental and behavioral pediatrician who has been working exclusively in the field of child and family mental health for the past five years. Dr. Nandita is the director of Setut Center for Child Development and Family Guidance and is an ambassador for children's health and well-being. Good afternoon, Dr. Nandita, and thank you so much for joining us on Live from Lockdown Library. Good afternoon, Anandita, and thank you for having me here. Uh, this is my first podcast, and I feel like a big celebrity. Thank you, Dr. Nandita. So during this time of COVID-19, we have been witnessing a lot of story content being posted online. What are your thoughts about the sudden surge of online content in the field of library work? I think it's great that there's so much out there. And every day, more and more content is being added uh, because COVID-19, the pandemic has impacted everything, you know, the world outside, our inner world, our relationships, the way we work. And if it has pushed us to try new things, to be creative like never before, I think that's great. And it's a real opportunity to do things differently. We have also observed that many library groups, literacy groups, and many organizations are engaged with a lot of relief work as a way of addressing needs that they feel are relevant. What do you think about this in light of a vision for libraries? Well, libraries are part of their communities. So they have to respond to the community needs. Uh, I don't think they can be set in ivory towers which are distant from what the community needs at that time. So, um, and because of the work that the libraries have been doing with their communities, uh, they would have a good sense of, you know, what are the challenges with your communities facing and so on. And if it's relief work that is required, I think, yeah, they need to be involved in that. At the same time, I also think that they should not lose sense Mm. of their purpose uh, and the core activity for which they are, uh, the, the, the library has been formed. Uh, so it's it's a delicate balance. And maybe uh, initially, yes, a lot of time is spent on relief work and responding to the, you know, dire and immediate needs of uh, the communities they serve. Uh, and I'm hopeful that once that emergency has uh, settled, at least partly, uh, you know, they can devote themselves more to strengthening uh, the literacy activities and, and so on, which are also very, very uh, key to you know human development 
this uh, pandemic has been a difficult time for uh, everyone in a lot of ways and it's asking us to examine our own vision and area of work as well as whom we want to work with why and so many more questions how do you feel this applies to educators in the library space do you feel libraries are relevant in this situation and at this point of time libraries will always be relevant because uh, human progress human development is a story in itself you know the fact that uh, the library is there and can be a a place of uh, nurturing a place of education a place for a partnership uh, that in itself tells me that it is very essential uh, to human development however because of the present situation that we are in uh you know this has it has definitely thrown a challenge that probably of the scale that we've never ever seen before and so we need to look at how we can meet this challenge and i think things which all of us need to do is to look at partnerships mm-hmm. uh because only through partnerships pooling of ideas sharing of resources you know can we kind of go ahead and uh, though we can't meet physically we have the internet and the digital space where you know makes in fact makes partnership so much more easy because you don't have to uh, kind of travel or uh, you know uh, kind of uh, it's it's much more convenient i think we also need to focus on institutional resilience mm-hmm. that will be very important for the work it's not just the work but it's also looking at how how, how will the funding uh, be sustained you know what about the staff well being uh, you know are we geared to meet these new challenges do we need to do something a little different uh, and so on so both these aspects are important uh, during this time have you come across any library activity that you feel relevant uh, during this time and situation I haven't personally experienced uh, anything but uh, you know I've been kind of reading up about what's mm. happening and uh, I know for example bookworm you know has been uh, doing a lot of stuff to meet this uh, meet this challenge and uh, you all have been writing about it also um as well as I listen to uh, Dr Arvind Gupta's uh, podcast and I'm really happy to know that there's so many uh kind of uh, resources in uh, you know stories in different languages um so many translations happening there's so much choice and kind of platforms where uh, you know these are uh, available so uh what i'm looking for is to hear the voices mm. of children you know because and bookworm is very good at doing this uh, and i really i want to know how this has impacted children's reading by the children i mean they i need to hear from them uh because i think once we understand the impact it has had on children uh they probably also have some solutions for us uh because they are great um, i mean they are experts of themselves and uh, you know they think in very uh, creative ways mm-hmm. how how has this impacted them i mean are they still reading what would they like to read you know is there anybody who can read to them in the house um and so on what has given you strength and purpose uh i'm really blessed to be part of a community i've i've never ever felt alone and uh, i don't 
feel that now. And uh, I think I'm a very in a very privileged position where, you know, I have access to all forms of communication. Uh, so being in touch uh, with my supports, despite the social distancing, has been a huge uh, kind of, um, has been really beneficial. Uh, the other thing is, it has pushed me to think of new ways. Uh, and in that, I see the opportunities. And together with other people in the team, both at Setu, uh, as well as teams which are working in a similar space, you know, across the world. Uh, I think there's so much to learn. So I've been kind of trying to attend as many webinars as I can, where people are talking about children and child development and, you know, mental health and so on, to get ideas, to uh, make links. Uh, and it's, as, as I said, it's really a chance. It's an, it's an opportunity uh, which we can seize, you know, in terms of the work that we do, we've had to uh, look at different ways of, of reaching out to, to children. And uh, though they seem rather daunting at first, again, through my support group and talking to others who are working uh, in a similar situation, sharing ideas and uh, looking towards the future. Uh, and I don't think this is going to be something that, like how do we cope with the next one month or the next two months It's probably going to continue for quite some mm. time. And, uh, you know, and therefore um, kind of reaching out and uh, forming partnerships with other interested in similar areas of work and are doing something and, uh, you know, sharing those ideas and adapting it to your situation. I think these are ways in which I have been able to feel positive and hopeful for the future. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, lastly, could you uh, share with us and with our listeners one thought Absolutely. or message that has been illuminating for you? I think the thing that kind of comes to my mind again and again, which keeps me going and uh, really gives me hope is that we are not alone. Mm. Uh, this is the time to be brave Things that you were afraid of and, you know, just, you know, I say to kind of modify the Zen saying leap and the internet shall appear. <laughs> so, I mean, for example, the podcast, right? I don't think I would ever be doing a podcast if not for COVID-19 pandemic webinars. We've started doing webinars, which was so scary when we first started, but now we're getting better at it. So a lot of uh, new things. So that's what I would urge people to do that. We're really uh, blessed to be part of a community. And, and even if we feel um, lost, again, lost is also mm. a place. And it, it does give meaning to our life. Sometimes we just need to pause and, you know, acknowledge and reflect and say, yes, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And that's okay. And, uh, you know, I can always uh, find uh, help uh, from from the community or maybe my from myself I mean just if I give myself time something may uh, come come mm. through so uh, so yeah so I think it's important for everyone to remember that we are not alone thank you so much Dr. Randita and thank you for joining us on live from lockdown library and sharing your thoughts on the same thank you I feel the same way and I wish the bookworm team the very very best uh, you guys are trailblazers. So uh, all the very best to you. Thank and, you so uh, much. This has been an episode of Life from Lockdown Library. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week.